The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's the Financial Guys radio program. It's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here, News Radio 930, WBEN. Glad to be back. Happy Easter to everybody. Happy Passover, if uh, that's what you celebrate. And I uh, hope everyone uh, is enjoying a long weekend. Of course, we get Friday off, being Good Friday yesterday, which is Market always nice. Closed, markets yeah. are closed. When the markets are closed, we're closed. Most of the office nice. was there, by the way. I was there. Typically, yeah. But but it's nice to not have the markets open. And, uh, of course, a, r- a rough week, too. And, you know, uh, last week and the week before. Been a really, really, really volatile, you know, quarter. So uh, yep, it no is doubt. nice to have a day off. <laughs> yeah, when the markets are closed, even if people are in the office, things are a little bit uh, yeah. more chill. So. I sound a little bit chipmunky like today, but yep. I'm going to try to. I feel fine. I feel fine, man. I feel like and you, you look good. I feel like an Olympic athlete, but I don't sound like one. <laughs> you don't sound too bad, though. I'm sure as the show progresses, your voice will uh, will probably get worse and worse. But that's been going around. It is what it is. You know, it's uh, that's life Weirdest in Western thing. New York I sometimes. Said, it's it funny. Was 30, 50, it was 20, prob- It was probably 60. the healthiest unhealthy week I've ever had. Because I'm like, I, I started to feel it and started to lose my voice Tuesday. And I said, well, I can't do that. I mean, that's like my voice is like... You know, if I'm like a soldier, that's my gun, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I do. <laughs> and uh, so I, I made sure I was eating really good, all this, tons of water, and it just got worse and worse. So I went back to drinking a lot of coffee. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the warm liquid coffee, tea, is probably good for your good for yeah, your voice. But I felt, but, uh... I felt fine. I mean, I went to the gym two or three times this week, ran on the treadmill, and I just didn't sound that great. See, but... I sound great, and you, yeah, gotta, you should yeah. take my approach. Lots of Tim Hortons, lots of coffee, <laughs> lots of sugar. Yeah. So my breakfast used to be Marlboros and 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 Tim Hortons. I I quit smoking a couple of years ago, so yeah. now it's just uh, <laughs> now it's just now it's now just, it's just Tim Hortons coffee and maybe a donut every now and again. No, so I, breakfast champions. I love coffee. If there's one thing I I just admit to it, I am physically addicted to coffee and I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm like going it. to admit it. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Just it's stuff all over the news. Of course, we are going to talk about the volatility in the markets. Of course, last two weeks ago. Uh, we were off last week. To, we, uh, we get the, the chance to take off so they could play the uh, what March for Your Life rally. By the, by the or way, something. we literally could have recorded that and had enough ammo. That oh God, yeah, that was the first first show I think yeah, we've no been pun bumped for in seventeen years or whatever. But um, we could have literally recorded that and had enough material for the next 20 years oh, i heard gosh, one yeah. of the kids say well the problem is these teachers don't have enough money i'm like uh-huh. you gotta be kidding me <laughs> yeah that's like, the problem when they, got, when they, when they crumple up 20s did you speaking yeah, of speaking of the it. shooting thing did you hear what the uh one of the school districts in pennsylvania recommended no. they, they literally are implementing this plan 
to fill a bucket of rocks oh, that they oh, can put yeah, in yeah, each yeah, classroom yeah. Yeah. so that uh, they can they can throw the rocks. That's just what how I want to tell my students. Is that? How insulting how, I mean, If I was a student or who, a parent of a student that district, I'd be like, wait a minute, you, let me get this straight. You refuse to arm teachers, and you right. expect me to grab a rock, rock. from this bucket? Are you insane? Who, who's, who's, Are you out of your mind? Who's the administrator making 150 grand a year oh, with rocks my. in his or her head oh, that comes up with that stupidity, man. right? Unbelievable. And what kind of a moron says, let's, let's have a box of rocks here, you know, yeah, a pail of rocks. A, a, a bucket of rocks. Somebody That's comes our plan. In, somebody comes in with a gun, we're going to defend ourselves with rocks. Yeah. Like, you can't even make that stupidity up. It just is amazing. It really yeah. is. Speaking of stupidity, I don't know if you, you said this to me, uh, Joe Biden, which is, <laughs> I, I love this. <laughs> Joe is, I love Joe. Joe is I so, love him. He's so like, he's just like your drunk grandfather or something. He like, really how do you is. not like him? You know, he's you, just, you just, you really do just want to have a beer with Joe and say, Joe, oh, man. what is wrong with you? I just want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> Just a, so he came out and he said, regretful Biden really wishes Obama had given tax cuts. <laughs> he said he's That's doing the one thing they regret <laughs> is that they didn't do tax cuts. They spent eight years <laughs> raising taxes, regulations, <laughs> fees, right. surcharges, right. you know, beating corrupting cost. every major department in, in yeah. Washington. Smashing every <laughs> single person that goes to work over the head with higher <clears throat> fees, God. higher regulations, all taxes, right? And then increasing the tax rates, increasing the capital gains rates. And now this it's he goes, Well, there's one thing I regretted. Uh, boy, this Trump, this Trump tax code, that's a good idea. Like that's wow, that's that might actually work. Like that's one thing I regret. Like, come uh, on, you can't, you just, uh, you really can't. Like, I, and, and the thing is, their supporters will show up and continue yeah. to vote for these idiots. Well, the funny thing is, is like you know they he, they keep rumoring him to maybe run in twenty twenty again. Great, he, great. He, just, he can't run. He can't great. run. We the, he's on camera basically fondling every woman in the administration. They he don't care. Hands on. They don't care. Yeah, well, there's no way. Me, in, in today's climate, he would be taken apart. I don't for, know. For, I don't oh know, my gosh, yeah. I don't know. They, he knows it. He knows it, or else okay. he'd announced already. He'd okay. have said, "I'm running for sure." I think Bill could run again, and they'd support <laughs> him. Right? <laughs> they might. I mean, he was accused of raping somebody yeah, multiple, multiple times. People. Times, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the White House, fooling around with Monica Lewinsky and they love him. He's the all star. Yep. yep. He's Still. the all star. Right. Instead. And now they got Trump. This this uh, porn star. What a joke. Nothing, Stormy Daniels. Nothing smells. Nothing reeks of credibility like a porn star. That's right. Nothing. Well, six Nothing. minutes spent a whole hour. All you, <laughs> whole show. All, all you attorneys out there with your big fancy degrees driving around, yeah. you know, yeah. you medical right. doctors with with your 15 years of... Uh, yeah, grab uh, the porn stars, your star witness. Yeah, That'll go well. Star. And then it's funny. They're like, well, <laughs> hey, boy, there was other people there that can't even figure out how you could have possibly had had the relations with him because he was busy the entire time, right? Like, it's funny. And now she goes, well, I'd be willing to settle out. Of course you of would. Of course honey. you would. Of course you would. Well, the right? best part is, it's like, listen, this was like, what, 15 years yeah. ago? 12 years ago, Trump has always pretended to, to try to play the, the uh, you know, the whatever you want to call it, the sugar daddy, whatever you want to call yeah. him, right? I mean, yeah. he's made no, he's yeah. wanted to be a, I mean, Trump has wanted to be Hugh Hefner his yeah. whole life, yeah. right? He's made no secret about yeah. that. I mean, he's right. he's dated and married beautiful women his yeah. whole his whole career. It's not like he was a trying to be a choir boy. Somebody said on Twitter, I found this hysterical, it was, how come there's no women that have ever come out and accused Obama of anything. They did. They did. <laughs> did they? Yeah. Obama? They didn't pick up the story. Yes. Really? Yes. I didn't see that. We'll see, I missed it. it. Yeah, we'll find it. I just it. find it funny that yeah. you know, it's Clinton, it's right. Biden, it's like yeah. everybody but Obama. <laughs> so I thought it was interesting. Hey, he's a good looking guy. I mean, I'll give credit where credit's due. I, I, mean, I, I think he's, you know, so 
Anyway, it's funny. They they uh, they said to the Stormy Daniels, um, "Did you um, <laughs> did you uh, want to have sex with Trump? No, no, no. But you did. But you did. Yeah." Yeah, did like he? Did you feel like violated? Oh no, 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 no. no, no. I, I'm not the. She said, "Flex, so I'm not. I'm not the victim here. No, I'm not trying to play the victim here. <laughs> no. So you didn't no. want to have sex with no, them. Let's see. But here. you did anyways. Unreal. <laughs> There's a four letter word for you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> There's a four letter uh, word, and it's not chops. And, 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 <laughs> and it's not chops. Okay. Chops. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Unreal. Yeah. But yeah. The, so so sixty minutes. I love it. The entire hour long program. Nobody cares. Like that's the thing. Like no. This is he was not look well, cl- he was not in the public she eye. She is out for money. She is out for you could see it in her eyes. She is out oh, for clearly. money. Of course okay, she give is. Give me a break. I didn't want to have sex with him. I did anyways. Okay, honey, good. Sit down in the corner. We've had enough of. Well, you. you've already been paid off, yeah. right? So go away. You've taken right. your payment, whatever. But right. look, the funny thing is, how many minutes did sixty minutes spend on uh, Paula Jones? Right or Monica Lewinsky? Right. Right or any right. of the laundry yeah. list of yeah. women that yeah. accused who, President who, Trump of rape, of rape of or rape. sexual assault rape. or a whole uh, bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, according to this porn star, she was she was just fine with having sex. She didn't want sure. to, but she was fine with it. Uh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That which yeah. is a huge story, right? But you know the, these folks who would, um, you know were uh, accusing somebody of rape. That story just nah, nowhere to be found. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Uh, doesn't fit the agenda. No. So anyway, so we have a former Biden going back to his tax cut says he wanted. <laughs> I love this. Says he wanted to cut taxes for the middle class during the final years of he the White House. He wanted to. He just couldn't. Though. In order to give Americans tangible proof of the Obama administration's accomplishments, <laughs> I guess what Obamacare is not tangible proof. Uh, 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 no. Uh, Dodd Frank. I mean, these are these are no. tangible proof <laughs> of Obama's absolute disastrous if, accomplishments. If there's one thing we should have We've done. got a lot of tangible proof. It's a corrupt FBI. We wanted it's to, a corrupt IRS. We wanted to help right? that middle class. We couldn't. <laughs> we couldn't. We couldn't do we it. We couldn't. Yeah. We really did want to help them, though. We really did want yeah. to help them. But then the tangible proof would have yeah. been a tax cut, but we just couldn't do See, it. See, I wanted to leave yeah. them with something tangible. <laughs> That's what, That was my plan. <laughs> That well, was my had something else in mind. Yeah, unreal. What a moron. Unbelievable. What a, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, I, how do you, like, you really? It. You just spent eight years, you and your buddy, attacking right. anybody who went to work, yeah. increasing taxes, increasing You passed the largest tax cut or tax increase, increase in history in with history. Obamacare, right? right. A joke. <laughs> joke. Now he's like, well, not such a good idea, probably. No, probably really? not. Really? Why? Because you lost every you yeah, know, body of government? Yeah. yeah the, the, the yeah. state legislatures left and right, yeah. governorships. The funny thing is, not funny, but you know, going back to the rally for a second, I know we're bouncing all over the place, oh, but oh, by they're, the way, they're the doing re- this gun rally, right? Yeah. And, and they're talking about things that are never going to happen. No. Like, that's the thing that right. amazes me. Like, right. They're talking about a great interview this week, uh, WGRZ, I think it was, by uh, oh, Paul Cambria. Uh, Paul Cambria. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they asked him, like, well, what do you think? I mean, is, should, the, should they, should our amendments, is, is out being outdated a reason to change things? Yeah, of course it's a reason to change things, but yeah. it's never going to happen with yeah. a Second Amendment. It's never going to happen. You need like three quarters of the of the legislature or Congress. You need you know three quarters of the states to ratify. It's never going never to happen. happen. So why are we talking about things that are never going to happen? They talk about assault weapons ban. Well, we'll get an assault weapons ban, they say. All right, maybe you will. Guess what? Columbine happened during the assault weapons ban. So right. if these folks had a brain in their head, they'd be advocating to take down, take them down, the, the, the gun-free zone signs. Yeah. It's just, they're not going to do it. They'll never do it. They'll talk about things that will never happen so they can showboat and get the, you know have their marches. Yeah. The thing is, if you believe that David Hogg uh, you know, coordinated this march, and I've got some great swampland for you yeah. uh, for sale. This is completely organized, clearly, 
by George Soros yeah, well, and Bloomberg and the left. And they're right? using these kids that are 17 <laughs> and 8 years old as pawns, right? There's, they're very easy to manipulate. They want to get involved. They want to feel like they're doing something. Unfortunately, it's a lot of you know wasted energy is really what yeah. it is, right? You're not getting to the root of the problem, and you're not protecting anybody. You're not making things safer. In fact, some of these kids in Parkland now are upset because now there's heightened security around their school. Well, now they're afraid. They're worried about the uh, clear backpacks. So they went to the clear backpacks. Yeah. And now, so now that's, so David Hogg now no, is, has been protesting an amendment hey, that's, that's, and is now upset because they're violating his amendment, his constitutional <laughs> rights, right? You cannot make this stuff up. It's, it's like the other girl that's that's advocating for gun control while wearing a Cuban patch. Like, right. do you not know that they've yeah. like jailed the political, you don't have yeah. a first amendment or a second amendment. They slaughtered people over there. Yeah, do you get that? Like, did you miss, I guess they, they didn't teach that in history they class. They took their guns and didn't work out real well. Yeah, no, they didn't teach that in history class. So anyway. All right, we're going to talk about the markets. We're going to talk about all the things we just talked about. Of course, always an open mic session. We'll take your calls and questions here as well. 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call to sell. 1-800-616-9236. If you want to text us, the text line is open at um, 3930-30930. We have a couple special guests coming up at the bottom of this hour. We're going to be joined by Mike Hayflick, our Social Security Claiming Strategist, just to briefly uh, plug a couple workshops he's doing. And then at 2 o'clock, you're not going to want to miss this. We have a student from a college in New York that basically has been called out by name in an email that was sent out to potential donors of the university. This is outrageous. This girl is a close associate of one of our colleagues down in Long Island. And uh, she's going to be with us at the beginning of the next hour to tell her story. Now, they always talk about HIPAA laws. I have a daughter going to college, and I'm trying to get information from the college as far as, like, financial aid packages. They won't communicate with you. <laughs> no. By design, right? Because right. it's easier to trick an 18-year-old kid that doesn't know any better into taking loans than it is to get their parents involved. Sure. What do they cite? HIPAA laws. We can't communicate with you as the parent because of HIPAA laws. It's BS is what it is. Yeah. But yet in this case, HIPAA laws be damned. No problem if you want to share a student's name to a uh, an alumni yeah. donor because you disagree with her politics. You will not want to miss that, and that will be coming up at, um, at 2 o'clock. Uh, if you need us throughout the week, we do manage money for a living. We have a fantastic team of investment professionals we put together, whether it be 401k planning, our 401k guys. Uh, as I just mentioned, our, our uh, Social Security claiming uh, strategists, uh, we've got Social Security Department, Medicare, and health insurance. Uh, both go hand in hand. If you're 65 or older, you have to have a Medicare plan. Uh, we have an independent, a couple of independent advisors now that can help you in navigating that. Um, what am I missing? College planning, divorce planning, certified divorce uh, financial yeah. analyst, uh, certified our, college you know, planning strategist. That's cool. Chartered financial analyst. When you look around our office, we really do have uh, a certification in every department. And whether it's a, a certified financial planner, chartered financial analyst, a certified divorce financial analyst. So really, these you know you're going to listen to a Social Security uh, expert, a certified Social Security claiming strategist. Um, the other thing to look out for, by the way, um, rolling into the fall. We're going to start a monthly workshop series right at our office, and that's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be open to our clients, um, and uh, it, you know, and then we're going to spill it over to the public. But you know, one of these experts will literally be doing a lunch and learn every single month, at, right right on site at the office. So um, look out for that schedule. Yep. Yeah, plenty of parking at the new office, plenty of space. Well, so we uh, yeah. got some uh, nice articles in uh, Business First and uh, Buffalo News this past week talking about the new building. 
And so we'll be moving uh, in a couple of months, not till the summer, uh, over onto uh, Spindrift Drive. So uh, give us much more space and the ability to do some of these things on site. So if you'd like more information on any of those things or would like to come in for a free consultation, it's 633-1515 is our office number. Very short break. We'll come back with your calls and questions. Again, if you want to join us here on the air, 803-0930 and star 930. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Alrighty, welcome back. Got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Michael Lomas, live in studio here on an Easter weekend. Normally we would take this weekend off, but uh, we figured nothing else going on. We might as well come in and uh, talk about the markets, which have been extraordinarily volatile. So and, and we got bumped last week, and we just couldn't do. We can't. Well, we can't couldn't do, do that to our listeners. No, we, we wouldn't want to leave you hanging two weeks in no. a row. That would be just cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> we couldn't do that. How would you make it through the holiday? No, that's us? yeah. You got to have your financial guys fixed. We. Um, We'll, we'll go to the phones in a second. If you want to join us, 803-0930 and star 930. And if you want to text us, it is 30930 is the text line. Kind of an open mic session today, a little bit of a catch-up. I, I, we do want to talk a little bit about the market. It's, it's been extraordinarily volatile in the last week and a half. We had a 700-point drop a week and a half ago on Thursday, followed up by a 500-point drop on Friday. So like 1,200 points in two days. We had about a 400-point bounce back on Monday, followed by a 350-point decline on Tuesday, followed by a pretty mild Wednesday, Thursday. So all over the board, you know, crazy. A lot of it to do with the the, the tariffs, as we said, you know, right from the get-go. You know, we don't agree with tariffs. Tariffs are a bad thing. And if you're going to implement tariffs, it's a a lose-lose situation for everybody involved. I know it might feel good to uh, punish another country as punishing us, perhaps, and in a way to maybe get to a level playing field. Um, except that it just uh, doesn't work. We'll just end up paying more for goods. It just doesn't work, right? So, you know, again, doing things that feel good, that's liberal logic, not conservative logic. So I do like the fact, however, that uh, Larry Kudlow will be entering the administration as a... uh, and on the economic side, Larry Kudlow, of course, our favorite economist, and should be yours. Yeah, I think. I, and and hopefully, you know, if you look at Trump, he's one of the things where you it's it's easy to get wrapped up in his emotion. But one of the things Donald does in a negotiation tactic is he brings the biggest bat to the game and tries to go full bore and then back off. And he seems to be doing that. You know, certainly the stock market is telling Donald we don't like trade wars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, so, China came out and retaliated and said, "Okay, fine. Yeah. We're gonna we'll add we'll add tariffs." On more on yours as well, and that's a yeah. big part of the market volatility. I, I would expect to continue to see volatility, and we're going to continue to see volatility until we move away from the trade deals. One of the things I totally disagree with uh, President Trump on is focusing on this now. I think you make the tax cut permanent. That should be yeah. number one. And, number and, cir- two, and circle back around to, which cir- he said he was going to do for individual tax yes, cuts as well. I right? mean, that's uh, important. Circle back around, you know, making, you know, first of all, you make the business environment great here before you start to go out and attack these trade uh, wars. The other thing is, is that we've got a lot of problems. We have $20 trillion in debt. I mean, let's look at our look at. Let, first of all, by the way, Congress gave itself a raise in the massive new spending bill this week. Just so everybody knows, we're twenty trillion dollars in debt, and uh, Congress just gave itself a raise. So when we look at priorities, to me, starting a trade war is not one of them. Uh, number one would be making sure we look at our expenses, going line by line, 
finding out where the waste is in government and start to cut it. And Trump's a businessman. I mean, we've been through this a lot. Sometimes you go through rough times. You say, look, we're in debt. You got to cut across the board, 10% across the board, every department, yeah, right? right? Um, and right. by the way, including the military. And I say that uh, there is nobody that would, I would pay extra in taxes when it well, comes to paying for mil uh, any soldier, but there are they've bills. They've lost money. There's, there's bills that are, I mean, I, I can tell you, and, I, and I've, I've heard this from people in the military. They've said, Mike, we don't even know what bills we're paying. I mean, there is an opportunity to go through in the military. Well, they're missing money. And, and find out yeah. where money is, right? Yeah. So uh, before, you know, Donald Trump spends one ounce of energy on a trade war, right. there's a lot of waste in government, and I would be focused on getting rid of some of that waste first. Well, Rick Perry ran on a platform of eliminating three agencies. You're right. now heading one of those agencies, yeah, Rick. Well, now he's in the agency, right? So right? that's a job. It's, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like but you, he ran on, you know, getting rid of, completely eliminating the education oh. department. Which, by the way, but now his, they got to get rid of Betsy DeVos. But, but now She's his, completely useless. But now his big government agencies. Oh, I have That's to right. deregister for the Republican Party, by the way. Honest to God. They make me sick to my stomach. Congress giving themselves Well, this a, omnibus spending uh, package, which we got to talk Congress about. Congress gave themselves a raise. They just gave themselves a raise. Disgusting. Are you kidding me? Well, Paul Ryan needs to resign. Paul Ryan yeah. not only needs to resign as Speaker, he needs to resign from the House. He yeah. is completely and totally useless. Totally useless. He advocates for open borders. He has an eight-foot brick wall surrounding his house. Yeah. That should be I'm enough. so right sick and tired. That should be enough. Yeah, Right there. That's it. That's right. It. We do the same thing with the Democrats. Same right? thing with guns. Like, look at you want to redistribute wealth, re redistribute your own wealth That's first, right. right? You want to be a Republican, you want to talk about free borders, then get rid of the damn wall around your That's house. That's right. right? Or get rid of your armed yeah. security if you're going to talk about That's getting right. rid of That's right. Governor Cuomo did a die in last week, a right. die in, right. surrounded by armed security to yeah. protest gun control. <laughs> it's the stupidest no, thing. You right. can't make this stuff up. Right, so. Right. And, right. Uh, so, anyway, what you we put down your guns. Your life is not any more valuable than mine. It's right. amazing. And, although I, they it, think it is. Yeah, that's right. They think I, it is. I, and, and I think I, it's a lot less valuable. Yeah, I was going to say, I pay your bills. That's right. All right, we're going to take a very short break. When we come back, Steve, you're the first up on deck. I know you want to talk about Como. We will get to you first. If you want to join us, 803-0930-STAR-930 is a free call on us all. We will definitely talk more about this omnibus spending package. It is a, a, a disgusting slap in the face to tax-paying Americans. Yeah. And Congress, Republicans should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, I, I need to and to be honest with you, Trump should never have signed it. No, he should never. have said, I'm not never. signing it. All right, we'll talk about never. that. we got to go to break. He's threatened to shut the government he down. Should shut have, it down. Shut it down. Well, he said, next time. Next yeah. time. Next time. He said the last time. Yeah, next, there might anyway. not be a next time. All right, we'll talk about this when we come back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. Uh, we'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Heck, you've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. Got to read some of these texts quick. If you want to text us, 3930. Having a mental block today. 30930 is the way to text us. So of course, you want to call us, 8030930 and star 930. The rock idea uh, for the schools, that was John from Buffalo's idea. <laughs> <laughs> angry well, john uh, angry john is gonna throw rocks that's that's uh that's the school that's the school plan and, he's uh, donated the buckets he's donated the buckets that's the defense plan in pennsylvania well, it's funny but it's not funny like, no that's, it's not it's funny like, you, it's not one I, bit funny you kidding you're telling my kid to grab a funny. rock from this bucket and, like, and i'll tell you the other thing that's serious? not funny is the school districts like many government agencies are just not doing anything. I mean, it's beyond aggravating, right? I mean, they're not locking down the schools. Well, they're that's not very same school. Down. Parkland, the yeah. school, they, the brother rode his skateboard unopposed through the school parking lot. Right. How does that happen? Right. The brother of the shooter of the school that just yeah. got shot up. Yeah. A, a, Locks a, right a, in. Same school. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, lock yeah. the gate, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Like, lock the yeah. fence? Shut that, the gate? I don't know. Anybody want to protect insane. the children? Right? I mean, just there's no, what's amazing to me is after 9 11, right? We immediately yeah. locked the doors in the airplanes, in the airplanes yeah. right? Couldn't have access to the, uh, to the cockpit, right? Yeah. Immediately. How, why aren't we doing that with the schools? I mean, nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Um, you know, why aren't we putting in, first of all, I, again, I, I, I sound like a broken record, but these schools have the best uh, uh, basketball courts. Oh, yeah. 99.9% of these kids will never play basketball after right. senior, right? <laughs> uh, we have we have turf football fields. 99.9% yeah. right. of right. them will never see a football play after, right. after right. Uh, fall. I mean, turf, right. come on. It's high school football. Right. right. God, and, and by the way, that's all well and good, right? Yeah. But the priority should be protecting these right. kids. You know there should be a police officer on every end of the building. You should have to check in before you check in to every single school you know and the- show ID and then... Uh, block off the sections, right? Yeah. If for some reason a scumbag got in, he or she can only get a certain amount through the school. Right. They're not just that. And then we haven't done anything. Not, right. a, not, a, not even discussions. No. Not even like oh, town you know meetings. Uh, you know, uh, sorry, but the one, the one other thing is um, that, that one girl that you were saying. You know, yeah, the one with the Cuban patch. Yeah, the Cuban patch. She was bullying this kid, right? right. So so she said, she admitted, yeah. Oh, wow. Nice, nice. So this is this and is now the liberal left. Now we put her up on a pedestal. Yeah, we put her up on a pedestal, great? right? But that is the other problem. And these school districts can tell me, oh, they're doing all no, this stuff no, about no. bullying. We have we have anti-bullying programs. Guess what? No, a poster don't. on the wall is not an anti-bullying no. program. You start in kindergarten, you start in first grade, and you all start... All the way through, every year. Yeah, but every it's got to start early, right? Yeah. If you try to start that in the seventh or eighth grade, too late. It's oh, yeah, way yeah. too no, late. No, no, it's got to be, yeah. be all the way through the school. Yeah. Do you know that in New York State, a... Um, a, a a translator is mandated, but a school nurse is not. Right. <laughs> Think about that. What's more important? A translator. We have to have translators now that are mandated in our schools because we've allowed so By the way, yeah. I've been going back and forth with Mr. Polenkars here. He appears... I told you he wasn't going to show up today. So yeah. we've challenged yeah. him to a debate because yeah. he feels as if his liberal progressive... He was touting the fact that, see, we're turning around. <laughs> we, in the last whatever many years, we grew 22,000 people. He fell Or 6,000 people. It wasn't even 22. 6,000 people. Are you talking about Western to, New York? Western New York. Yeah, yeah. New York County. He fails to tell everybody that 25,000 of them were refugees. I didn't just immigrants. I'm not talking about like the Chinese businessman who's opening up a, you oh, know, no, a, no, a no. restaurant. No, we're not or getting whatever. the doctors and lawyers. No, no, no. No, no. We're talking refugees that have fled a war torn country, which I'm not saying that we don't want to take these people. Yeah. I'm saying that if you're counting that, if you're adding people to the welfare roles, which he never would answer that part of my question in the tweet, yeah. if you're adding people to the welfare roles, I don't know that I would call that a turnaround success story no. for Western no, New York. No, we've got enough right? of our own welfare I mean, seriously? We don't need more. We don't need more. Uh, I mean, first of all, you, you're never going to bring all these people over. So if you think you're going to save the world, you're not going to do it. We can't fit them all into the United States of America, right? They have to fix their own problems over there. There's, we just can't physically fit them here, right? Yeah, or we should you, help them fit. The problem or, is or a lot of these folks come here and they want to change how we've oh, yeah. Yeah. They want to change our rules and right. our laws to, right. to basically make our home Absolutely. like their home, <laughs> right. which doesn't have clean drinking water. Right. Like, I don't want to be like Mexico. Right. Right. I like actually yeah. taking water from the tap yeah. and making coffee with it That's right. without having to worry about being on the toilet <laughs> for like, three days. I like to be able to take a shower and not get physically ill at the That's end right. Of it. Exactly. <laughs> right. I would be able to brush my teeth without having to use bottled water and yeah. then, you know, That's and right. not, not have a, a parasite for the next yeah. day, but, four months. But going back to the bully, they, they have done nothing, not a thing in any of these schools. And there's a no. few districts out there that have done maybe they have posters yeah they have posters. Uh, 
you know, there's uh, a few districts that might put one resource officer in three schools. Yeah. What the heck is that going to no, do? Useless. Should be four or five people in each school. Uh, you're securing every ounce say, of that I, school. I've said, if, not to get on a whole tangent here, but from day yeah. one, if, if you're going to do this successfully, you've got to you've got to have an, a program that is willing to train and arm the teachers. It yeah. just because they, there's if you just if you ask them to volunteer, just go to the te- just say we're gonna if we if we implemented a program yeah. like this, who's interested? Who might be interested? I'm not saying we're gonna do it. Who might be interested? Because every time I bring this up, I hear from liberals, well, you can't force people. No, no one's talking about forcing anybody. Ask the question. I right. guarantee you that based on statistics, at least one out of every 10 or so people in that school is going to say, I already have a permit, yeah. and yes, I'd be happy to yeah. be. And that, by the way, I just I personally would feel a lot safer coming to school every day with that on me. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, all right, let's go to the phones. Let's welcome uh, Steve in Niagara Falls. If you want to join us again, 8030930 and Star 930. Steve, you're live with the Financial Guys. How are you, sir? Thanks for holding. Good morning, gentlemen. You've covered so many points that I was going to. I know. We're all over the Sorry. place today. Retired cop. I've spoken to you before. Oh yes. Thank, thanks for your uh, for your uh, help and service. Thank you very much. <laughs> I paid for it. Believe me, I got this car to prove it. The sure. uh, number of points I'd like to make is: first of all, I am sure you guys keep up on the news and watch all the idiotic media and the fake news. Did you see uh, Mario idiot laying down on the streets with the kids? Um, yes. when they're sitting <laughs> for the die-in. Yeah, well, he was protected by guns. You know, police officers and his <laughs> the, his private security force that is all. You know, the pro- happily, uh, the not- <laughs> happily gun, gun holding guns in each side of their pockets, yeah. right? They were show they were holding AR-15s on either side of him. Yeah, it's a joke. Nobody it's- pointed that out. The news didn't say, "Excuse me, but isn't this the evil gun?" That's <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. No, well, he's yeah, but he's more valuable than you and I are. He's That's the important thing. one. He's the chosen the one. He's 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 a coma. Oh yeah, see, he, the rest of us, we're just you know. The... Yeah, we'll just die in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> That's what we get. Nobody nobody is pointing out the obvious, and it drives me crazy. Even Fox News, which is about as close as to you know general public news as you're going to see, nobody's pointing it out and sticking a mic in it. Well, of course you can't get near him, but putting a mic in his face or just standing there and saying, "Yeah, pictures." Tell me, just pictures. Than... What a hypocritical, you know what? Yep. Yes. What, now, a, what, what a great headline that would have been. Como yeah. does die in surrounded yeah. by armed security. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. If that was a Republican that did that, that would yeah. be the headline of the New York Times. That's right. One other thing uh, you didn't mention, and this is something I've been bringing up constantly. The AR-15 has been around and available to buy by citizens for the last 50 years. No exaggeration. 50 years. I saw them for sale in 1968 in New York City when I was a kid there. 50 years. Okay. It was an AR-15. It's a sporting rifle. The exact same gun is issued to police officers. In the hands of a police officer, it's called a patrol carbine or a patrol rifle. In the hands of a citizen, it's an assault rifle. Somebody has to be able to say this as loud as possible, and they should put it in print 10 feet tall. Why is it suddenly an assault weapon in the hands of a citizen who could buy one for 50 years, and in the hands of a police officer, it's something other? You know, if we're not going to – and you're a police officer, so you know this, right? If you're not going to confront the shooter – does it really matter if you have a pistol or you have a shotgun or you have an AR-15 or you have it? I mean, look, if the if, if you give me five un, uncontested minutes, you could give me a break-open single-action shotgun, and I do just as much damage. If you're not going to confront me, right? If, if, no, if I got five minutes of uninterrupted time where no one's going to shoot back and no one's entering the school, it doesn't matter what the, right. what the weapon is. I mean, right. 
the main that's the, you that's the whole problem. Teachers is the teacher. The teachers union says we don't want our teachers armed. They don't want to be armed. Well, I, I, have we even asked them that though? I don't. I don't know that for a fact because I got to tell you, I know a lot of teachers and they're. Pretty, well, he's saying the union. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, oh well, maybe the union. I'm about to, I'll tell you, I know a lot of teachers and they're Second Amendment folks and they go oh, hunting yeah. and Both. and the ones I know would be happy to have a gun in their pocket. Yep. Have you seen the polls they're posting on TV stating the facts of what? how many people in America are for guns or against guns? The last number I saw was 98, 96% of the people in this country want a new gun laws. 96, they're posting all these numbers. And then on top, if you read the really small print, out of 300 million people, they actually polled 722. <laughs> yeah, but it's even worse when you look at the 720 people they polled. They were at a they were at, yeah they were at a university, a public yeah. university or something, yeah. right? So <laughs> like right. you gotta look they're they're gonna use they, they have a, always they were at a fundraiser for Hillary Clinton. That's right. So <laughs> all these polls that these 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 news organizations use are now just basically they're polls to create the news narrative that they want to create, right? Yeah. When you look at real honest actual polls. The country is clearly right. divided 50-50, and I think when you ask questions that are non-leading questions, then I, when, you know, right. what's kind of question is that? Do you think we need more gun laws? Well, what does that mean? I mean, I, I think well, that's after... pretty open. If you were to say, do you think we should restrict certain types of guns, that might have a different response. Maybe you still have 95%, but the reality of it is, is this, and this is what this is what makes me so angry That because I have school-age kids, right? And I obviously don't want to see any kids to get shot or anybody else for that matter. But the more that we look at stupid things that don't fix the problem, that's right. Is the less time that we look at things I'm that actually does actually fix the problem, the problem, right? That's right. So, another point I'd like to bring up is something you probably aren't aware of. Do you realize that up until about 1990, middle of 1990s, most of the courthouses in New York State did not have a court officer or anybody magnetometer, metal detector guarding the doors. They were wide open. I worked in the buildings, and no, you could walk in any one of six doors. They changed yep. that because in Niagara Falls, as an example, because that's where I'm from, there were three judges in the building who wanted to be protected. So for three judges, they now spend, I'm guessing, about a million dollars a year. Three judges, a million dollars a year. How many right. kids are in a school? That's right. That's that's a great point, right? Three judges, a million bucks a year, but yet you put a school of 500 children and they're not worth that, right? Yes. Uh, but, you know, the same argument can be said of they're not worth that. But the, I, I'll tell you what, I don't see the parents in, in outrage right now, and they should be, right? Uh, I don't see – we're still more worried about a turf football field than we are protecting our children, right? And, 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 and not addressing, as to Glenn's point, all this, you know, gun control, gun control. It's not talking about the real problem, which is mental health, right? And what changed? Because 40 years ago, 35 years ago, kids drove, they went hunting in the morning and drove to school with the rifle in the back of their pickup truck, and they weren't shooting up the place. So what's changed? And I went to school in New York City up until I left in 1972. When I was in high school in New York City, in New York City, kids carried their rifles into class. Yeah, put them in the locker. Sure. Yeah, but they carried them into the school. They yeah. nobody said anything about it. They didn't even ask if you had ammunition for it. They walked into yep. school with a case rifle, and nobody blinked an eye. They were, oh, you got a rifle? That's a nice. Big deal. It was a- yeah, we, but we have gangster rap now, so that's yeah. so the trade-off is fair, right? We have a whole new <laughs> industry genre that, uh, what's his name, can, can make millions of dollars and then visit the White House, right? Yeah. One of the talking heads, that kid Hogg, supposedly wasn't even in school that day. I did hear that. So I, I did hear reports that, that right? He, I did. I don't. I haven't been able to verify that, but I did hear a lot of rumblings in the media about the fact that he, 
came out and changed his story and said that after he heard that there was a shooting, he rode his bike to the school. Three. I would love for an actual reporter to ask him that question. <laughs> right. Well, he, he, has, he has allegedly made the statement, and it's on tape, that he rode his bicycle three miles to school. He was very ex- – and then interviewed everybody outside. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure the Democrat Party has him under lock and key right now. Oh, yeah. They're going to groom him on who you go into different conferences with. Here's what you say, and here's who you're going to be surrounded by. So if they ask you a really tough question, oh, yeah. you can pull a mar- on, on Andrew Cuomo and get pushed out of the way. And, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of time. you know, got to go. You have to ask him the question. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, stand up that, and ask him the question. We don't. Yeah, well, the, here's what they do, though. They surround will. themselves with the right people that are not going to ask him those questions. That's ask right. Andrew Cuomo. He's a professional at it. News. He is a. He will never put himself in a position to be. He would never, ever, 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 ever come on a show like this. Right? He would never even let us into a building where we could have the possibility to ask him that question never. on tape. Never. He won't do. He it. always surrounds himself with a group of people that'll push him out of the way. He'll he'll stand by the door. He'll do whatever it takes to not ask answer the tough questions and guess what the the voters in this state don't hold him accountable so he doesn't need to you're right that, and that's the biggest problem right now and if the gun owners in this state were to vote him out we we could we could have voted him out already yeah yep. it, it's you're a right. shame we're not focused on the real problem mental health right mental health a bullying at a young age you know well and the breakdown and no, no offense but to law enforcement but there's clearly yeah, yeah. some certain breakdowns in the FBI and, and obviously in the Sheriff's Department yeah. in Florida. When it comes to the FBI, with something, I've said this before, there's something sick and wrong at the FBI. When you look at the Garland, Texas, and all these different things, uh, when the FBI you know, oh. knew that they were going to shoot up the Draw Mohammed Day event, yes. and they assisted all the way there, and then right before he does a shooting, he takes off. Uh, thank yeah. God there was other, you know, private security that was there to to uh, to kill the guy. My, my guess is but, a lot of great people in that so, agency turned into a government agency. That's right. Where there's a lot of bureaucracy. Well, Fast and Furious. That was FBI. Nobody knows yeah. what's going on. Hey, thanks for the call. Buddy. Thanks for the call, Steve. Really appreciate it. Have you all? Hope you're the show. Thank you. Yeah, let's take a quick break and we, then we, uh, we got to come back with my living, By the way, if you have questions about you and your money, you can call us here. If you need to throughout the week, six three three fifteen fifteen. Actually, before we go to break, let's slip in Mike Hayflick right, cool. because he's been holding for the last fifteen minutes. Poor Mike. So. Poor Mike. I'm sorry, sorry Mike. About that, Mike. So we got off on a tangent with uh, with Steve from Niagara Falls. We, we ask him to join to, us, so. and then we throw him at hold for fifteen. And then we don't minutes. don't let him on. Hey, Mike, how you doing? What I what else would I be doing besides listening to this show anyway? <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you got nothing better to do. <laughs> you know the problem is, is like we have to be nice to you because you're one of only like four certified social security claiming strategists in the whole state That's right. and three of them are on your team <laughs> and i know you guys also received the email about our our pal uh denny uh denny artachi down in florida so now he's also a a strategist so i yeah. did yes fantastic news. yeah one of our team members by the way denny artachi who did call in a few weeks ago he was the lead singer at one point for uh iron butterfly yeah. And he was and with three the band dog night. Three Dog Night. That's right. Yeah. And uh, now he's part of our team and uh, and part of our office down in South Florida. He's been in the financial business for a long time, but he is. Uh, Mike has been working with him, gone back and forth to Florida a few times, and he finally uh, passed the certification this week. He's uh, also a certified Social Security claiming strategist. So for the for the majority of you folks who uh, are going to leave to a freer state, and if Florida is one of them, we do have an office down there and a lot of help to help you. So uh, use us as a resource. Absolutely. Well, happy Easter weekend, everybody, at Passover week, and uh, to all of our clients, our listeners, and their families. Um, hopefully, it's a nice, restful uh, week and weekend. Um, I appreciate you guys just letting me uh, sort of, I guess, <laughs> jump in here today, off topic, I guess. 
Um, as you guys know, I, I do work with a lot of people. I inform hundreds of people probably throughout the year about different things relating to Social Security. And one of the one of the groups, one of the stakeholders that sadly um, I often do help um, are widows, um, people who have lost their spouses. So God love you if you're out there and you've lost your spouse and now you have to go through a, a holiday weekend. Um, that's traumatic enough, but um, it can also be financially traumatic. So if I could, I just wanted to touch base on a couple of the things that widows um, who are wondering about Social Security might uh, be interested in. Um, one of the things that happens with widows is they do they do get some kind of a benefit based on their, their former spouse's or deceased spouse's record. Um, and a couple things that are different are that they could actually claim their benefit as early as age 60. And now that, that would not be their own benefit. That would be a widow's benefit. Um, the other thing is that I know I've talked to, to people about the use of what's called the restricted application. Um, and that basically, and without getting into all the details, it allows you to basically capture uh, some kind of a benefit based on your either your currently uh, married spouse, a divorced spouse even. But in the case of widows, we can also do this. Um, and again, widows can actually get a benefit as early as age 60. Um, one of the things, though, that you've got to remember, if you are going to claim a, a benefit at age 60 based on your, your deceased spouse's record, um, and then potentially then switch over to your own benefit that has grown, um, there are earnings limits. So if you're going to do this, you still have to worry about earning a certain amount of money. If you earn over a certain limit, there might be forfeitures. So this gets a bit complicated, but boy, let me just let, let this serve as an invitation. Any widows out there that, that could really use some advice, um, again, it's traumatic enough, um, and then to wonder, how am I going to pay my bills now, uh, now that I'm alone? I'd love to sit with you. Um, you can email uh, through thefinancialguys.com, and I certainly could help you. Perfect. Yeah, go to the website, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E, thefinancialguys.com. Uh, perfect, Mike. And, and I, I know uh, you know somebody turning 65, well, you're in that period, before you make a decision, it's a final decision. I mean, it'd be yep. crazy not to sit down with somebody like you. No doubt. And um, it's a permanent decision. You have up, up to a year to make a, to make a change, change your mind. But once a year passes, you've yeah, you're done. The, um, you're locked for life. Decided. Yep. Could be tens of thousands of dollars of difference. It's, it's worth an hour of your time to find out uh, what's best for you, for sure. Perfect. So 633-1515 if you want to come in and interview Mike. Thanks, Mike. Mr. Hayflick, by the way, will be hosting the TV show on WGRZ on Tuesday, so 1130 to noon. So. Yeah, Make sure you tune in. Got to stay tuned too. We, get, we I know we have Dave DiPietro on, which um, I know we're going to hear some good things from our conservative hero, uh, local conservative hero. But uh, the last this is the one, the one, <laughs> the, <laughs> one. the only one. <laughs> yeah, we also have um, a, a, a real special guest. If you're a music lover, if you're a Beatles era music lover, you've got to watch Tuesday at 11:30 a.m. WGRZ or DVR. If you can't watch it because you'll be at work, you're you're not going to want to miss that. That's right. And for our listeners out there, DBR our show 1130 to noon on WGRZ. It helps our ratings. So please do that. Perfect. <laughs> Just kidding. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. Have All a terrific right, weekend. Got you guys. Have a great night. All right. See ya. All right. If you want to join us, 803-0930-STAR-930 is a free call on the cell on 1-800-616-9236. We'll take a very short break. Come back, uh, come back with your calls and questions. You've got the financial guys here on News Radio 930 WBE. I'll be right back. Oh, love time.
All right, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Happy Easter again, everybody. Hope you're going to get out there and do your Easter egg hunts tomorrow and uh, enjoy a uh, holiday weekend. Um, we'll be back, of course, next week again. And, I love uh, couple... hard-boiled eggs, by the way. Love Me too. hard-boiled eggs. A <laughs> couple uh, upcoming shows I, I want to mention. We In the next couple of weeks, I want to say it's either like the 14th or the 21st, something like that. We're going to have the, uh, the folks from... Uh, that are, are helping to protect our local uh, rural communities from these new windmill farms that are going up everywhere. So we That's going to be a great show, by the way. I'm yeah, so I can't excited wait. for that. Yeah, yeah we're going to have a few people in studio. We're, we're working on getting that coordinated, so stay tuned for that. That'll be, I think, the, the second or third week of April, uh, and that'll be a hot topic. I don't know if we're going to do an hour. Probably end up doing two it hours on like that. seems like when we get calls for people supporting the windmills, when we say, how are you getting paid, they yeah, never call back. They know. They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> Like, what, what financial interest is in it for you? Gone. Yeah, gone. Well, what's <laughs> happening now, and I don't want to get into the subject, but just as a teaser, what's happening now is because a lot of these communities are organizing and passing uh, laws in their towns that, that are basically prohibiting any sort of commercial wind farm development so that they can protect themselves uh, from unscrupulous developers yeah. and unscrupulous Como, uh, since that's not working, what Como said is, well, we want to, we'll do it offshore then, you know, screw it. We'll just, we'll go out to, uh, yeah. we'll do it off in, uh, in uh, you know, Lake Erie and Ontario and we'll yeah. do it out in the ocean and yada, yada, yada. Okay. The problem is that nobody wants to do that because it's not profitable, right? right? So, you know, when he goes out well, to he's going to build them now. He's going to build well, them. Well, so up. there's the next step, right? Yeah. So he's gone out to companies and say, hey, listen, we want it's you to build profitable. wind farms out in the ocean. They're like, what, are you crazy? <laughs> so now he's like, okay, screw it. We'll just do it ourselves. Yeah, so he'll now, decide of his own plan. That's right. So now we're going to use taxpayer money. Well, I guess it's to, that uh, that Solar City will be open soon. Oh, so. yeah, I'm sure that'll, yeah. Well, that'll, that'll offset it. Yeah. So we're going to end up, we're already double the national average in utility rate. So if we if we go down this route, and it looks like we're going to by, by fiat, by just force, because he's going to use our own tax money through an authority, so it's not going to be voted on just to do it, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, our... our you know, our hapless lawmakers outside of DPHO just go along with it, right? So, okay, yeah. okay, we'll vote for it. Here you go. Uh, and so, you know, they're, they're talking to like $15 a megawatt or something That's like that. Crazy. I mean, that it's, is it's like crazy. It's like three times what we're already paying, which is crazy. already double the national. So what are we going to be, six times the national? Because that'll attract businesses, right? Unreal. You're going to say New York loves businesses by trying yeah. to attract people with six yeah. times uh, the amount of your well, He's already he's got a laundry list of new taxes he wants because we're going to lose – uh, the ability to deduct his answer to not being able to deduct the state tax from your federal tax is more taxes. It's more taxes. It's yeah. a total joke. I, it is, you just you wonder, like, stuff up. You, you have to ask yourself, like, 10, 15 years from now, are, the biggest thing for me and, and I think a lot of our, our friends and our clients and small businesses is, is our property going to be worth anything? <laughs> well, you, you know, have like, to. When who's going to buy this stuff? I mean, right. nobody's going to move here. We're, we're talking about the, uh, a bull market, I guess you'd say. We're in a yeah. growth expansion yeah. period in the U.S. economy. And with all the money that has been, I guess, sort of I, I, so, uh, given, I, I don't want to say given, but you know, extracted back from Albany for Buffalo, yeah. we're growing at half the pace of the rest of the That's country. Right. At half, and these are the good times. The funny part is, it's not even that funny. Uh, is, is a guy like a Poland cars who's yeah. a county executive yeah. who's out there going, well, you know, I, I, I beg to differ. You know, progressive liberal policies work great. I'm like, Mark, <laughs> where have you looked at California? <laughs> right. Have you looked at Maryland? Cal- have you looked at New York? Yeah. How about Illinois? Yeah. Have you seen what's going on there? Yeah. Yeah. Like, have, how about New Jersey? Yeah. Have you looked at any of these liberal run states? Yeah. They're totally the, broke. They're all broke, right? Yeah. They all have huge budget deficits. Yeah. They all it, have massive welfare. Yeah. Their infrastructure is crumbling. And, and right? by the way, we want to talk about the environment. They're disgusting. 
I was in California. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's sad, really. It's sad for such a beautiful state. Guess what, Mark? The poorest places in the country are the filthiest. And they're run by Democrats. And they're run by by Democrats. Every darn one of them run by Democrats. So I don't know how you... Everyone. Which explains why he's going to avoid this debate, right? You you agreed to it on on, on Twitter, and I'm going to hold you to it, Mark. I'd love to have you on the show at some point. Mike, you can pick Mike or I, either one or both. Just come on. Just come on the show. Come with whatever notes you want. It doesn't mean we need to beat each other up. No, I'd like to get your opinion on that. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to hear where your policy are working, right. like where where these liberal progressive policies are working, and uh, and what the results of those policies are, right? Yeah. So, because I look at Chicago, yeah. I look at gun policies in Baltimore, which is the highest crime rate in the country. Right. I look at Chicago, which has a has basically a Parkland every weekend. In Chicago, sadly. you cannot even buy bullets. Right. You cannot buy. They're not allowed to have a gun store. Nothing in the city. Yeah. But and yet, and but yet, yet, right, right, <laughs> right, right. It's like hello. Right. Like how do you not figure this out? Hello? Right. Hello, are you seeing this? Unreal. California, broke. <laughs> California is so broke right. that they're letting criminals out of prison. That sounds like a, a joke. Like yeah. That sounds like... So, New York is... You know, that's like, not like the United States of America. Right, what is that? That's it's like, Rodney Dangerfield? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> right. I'm so like ugly. That, Iran or something, right? That's right? not like... Not, no, no, not it's the California. US, California. Right? Yeah. California, liberal progressive utopia California. Yeah. But, One out of five people is on, is in is poverty level. Yeah. The highest it, poverty living, level in living, the country. Living is a bum on the streets, by the that's way. That's right. right. And, by the way, the prisons are overrun. A lot of them are illegal immigrants. That's right. Just send them back to their Just send them country. Back. Can't do it. No, Just they're send them you. back. They're protecting them. They yeah. won't call. It's amazing. Yeah. Right, they're, criminals. they're criminals. I know. They're criminals. You're not <laughs> talking crazy. about protecting a doctor or a lawyer. No, no, no. You're, no, you're, you're talking about somebody's in jail. Yeah, three-time criminals, a lot yeah. of them. All right, we got to take a very short break. You're not going to miss. You're not going to want to miss this next guest. She is a college student that has been called out. She's a conservative college student that just organized a, a, a rally at her school. And so we will uh, we'll talk to her when we come back. you got to hear, hear, hear the story. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll be talking with Nicole. we come back to the other side of the break. You've got the financial guys. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. If you smile! Financial Guys is cooking. It's the Financial Guys radio program. It's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys. Hour number two here, live on News Radio nine thirty W B E N, and uh, we've got a great uh, special guest coming up here in just a second. 
We will get back to your calls and questions uh, very shortly here. If you do want to, if you're on hold right now, please stay on hold. I promise I will get to you. If uh, we do have a few open phone lines, if you want to join us, 803-0930, 803-0930 is the main line number. Star 930 is a free call on a cell and 1-800-616-9236. You can also text us. The text line is 30930. That's 3930. If you want to, uh, to text us a comment or a question, those are always fantastic. We appreciate those as well. And, of course, if you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living, 633-1515. Feel free to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at FinGuys, and feel free to use our website as a resource at TheFinancialGuys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E, TheFinancialGuys.com, and um, that'll be going through some uh, updates as well next couple of weeks. Couple a lot of, of updates, actually, yep. yeah. A lot of cool stuff happening in Financial Guys, including a monthly uh, workshop series. We've got all these certified experts, and we're going to be rotating them every month in office and doing different workshops. So look uh, look out for the schedule. Like us on Facebook, and you'll find the schedule there for sure. Absolutely. All right, let's go to our special guest. Without further ado, we're going to welcome Nicole Camiso. Nicole is a conservative college student. <laughs> I know, right? There's a, you have to be very brave to uh, to be a conservative college student yeah. nowadays. And uh, Nicole has gotten some some backlash, but also some national press, which I think is fantastic. So, Nicole, well, welcome to the Financial Guys program. She's on this show. It doesn't get much well, more exactly, time right? than that. I mean, this, well, this will be the top for, for her, <laughs> her appearances, I would think. <laughs> Nicole, thanks for joining us. Nicole, is this the best day of your life or no? We do have she to... hung up. Uh-oh. <laughs> Frank, do we have Nicole? Do we have... we have Frank? What? What happened to Nicole? She should be up. I don't hear her. Nicole, no. are you there? Hi, I'm right here. Can you guys hear me? There we go. Oh, there All right, now we got you. And when I asked you if it was the best day of your life by, by being able to join the financial guys, <laughs> we thought you just hung up. Like, <laughs> No, hi, you guys. Thanks for having me on. Well, All right. Thanks for coming on. Tell, so, tell, tell us, us your story if yeah. you can. Tell, first of all, Nicole, tell everybody where you're from. So I'm from Long Island, New York. I'm from Suffolk County, but I go to college at Siena College in Albany, New York. All right. And so what happened was I'm not new to the backlash. I'm the only conservative writer on the newspaper at Siena College. So I'm not only a conservative student, but I'm also the only opinion political writer on the newspaper. So I'm not new to the backlash. However, this philosophy professor Jennifer McErlin at Siena, she was emailing with an alumni who had wrote a letter to the editor for the newspaper at Siena, where he bashed, bashed our conservative conference coming up in April, on April 15th, where we're having a huge Let Freedom Ring free speech conference, where Roger Stone's going to be there, James O'Keefe is going to be there, and there's going to be six conservative libertarian speakers. And it's actually the biggest political event in Siena's history, which is wow. And I want to go. There's I already asked her. <laughs> it's not open to the public. <laughs> really not open to the public. Okay. Which I wonder why. But um, so a lot of professors are very upset about it, and a lot of students are very upset about Wait, it. But whoa, whoa. How could these loving, tolerant, liberal professors? How could they be upset about it? I know, right? It's crazy. Do they? It. But when they when they say they're upset, I mean, do they express? I mean, when you when you look at somebody like a uh, a James O'Keefe, right? I mean, he's somebody that you know took down Acorn, has been out there doing 
undercover journalistic videos. He's not a hate monger. I mean, he's not a, you know, you can you can make a case in Ann Coulter. I, I like Ann Coulter. She can be pretty harsh, right? I mean, she's, she's yeah. pretty aggressive, right? So I do I, like her, though. I do like her, but I can see her rubbing some people the wrong way. Sure. But when you look at, like, a Ben Shapiro, or you look at a... Uh, yeah. Like, he's just beating him with knowledge is what he's beating right? him with, but, right? But so I guess my question yeah. to you, Nicole, I don't want to interrupt you, but what specifically are they complaining about when it comes to these individuals that you lined up here? Well, so they talk about their controversies, and we actually had a Q&A for the entire Siena Community Student Faculty Administration for an entire hour to let them ask any question they want. And the presidents of Young Americans for Liberty at Siena, Turning Point USA, and College Republicans, who are the three clubs that are hosting this event, had answered these questions. And there were questions like, what needs to be said about free speech? Why do we need to have a free speech conference? I don't get it. And how could you have the NRA here after the shootings? Because we're having uh, someone from the NRA come and talk about how your Second Amendment rights protect your First Amendment rights. And they're all baffled. How could, how dare you have someone from the NRA come here? And as students, how could you bring Roger Stone here? And how, how did you pick Roger Stone and James O'Keefe? And what do they all have in common in regards to free speech? And how is it going to be educational? And they also said how they were uncomfortable with how Turning Point supports hate speech being free speech and how one professor actually said out loud at this Q&A how uncomfortable she was that Turning Point USA agrees that hate speech is free speech, which is absolutely absurd. Yeah, absolutely absurd. It's, it's because you don't agree with them it's considered hate speech. Is that what they're saying? Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> so if you don't agree with them, it's hate speech. You agree with them. It's too much why they're loving, tolerant, liberal speech. Right, the intolerant left who's trying to indoctrinate, you know, the youth of America with things like white privilege and shoving the leftist agenda down their throats. They're pretty upset that we're having six speakers that completely disagree with those things coming here for a whole day. So, so this, so this uh, alumnus or alumni sent over a, uh, a what a letter to the editor, basically. Yes. And then what happened? He, and so then we, um, we found out that this Jenny McEarlin, this philosophy professor, who I have never had, and Antonio, the other student who was CC'd on this email that she was bashing us on, has never had either. And I've actually never even spoken to this professor. And so she, in the email that she's emailing with the alumni, she is bashing all conservative students, and she outright names myself and Antonio, and she cc'd Antonio on this email where she's trashing us, and she says that you know she cannot deal with students like us. And <laughs> have you asked the, the college? Um, I don't know who it would be the guidance office, the president. I mean. Right. Have you asked them to open up an investigation into this particular Jenny McEarland, uh, a psychology professor, and asked to uh, for more for emails? I mean, if it were me, I'd be filing a Freedom of Information Act request. Especially those emails are probably uh, college emails, right? So they're, should they should be, be, open be open to the administration. I would think. Right. So we actually have emailed numerous times. We've all emailed Jenny McEarland. We've all emailed Brother Ed. We've all emailed the philosophy department. 
we have filed discrimination reports against this professor for openly discriminating against conservative students and saying that we're a small band and that when we say we're feeling threatened that that's ridiculous and it makes her miserable thinking about working with evil students like us. Well, she should quit. What is, how do you spell her last name, by the way, in case any of our listeners want to also email Jenny McErland here? It is M-C-E-R-L-E-A-N. Yeah, Jennifer McErland, philosophy at Siena College. So she, we have reported it, and the administration has still yet to do anything about it. That's unreal. Action towards this professor, not even saying anything to the Siena community. He sent out an email almost a whole entire week after this email came to light, and he did not mention anything about this professor or condemning her for her discriminating acts towards conservative students. However, he emailed us saying academic freedom and free speech are not absolute rights. I'm sorry. Could you say that again? Say that Did you time. have that in an email? I do. I have it. In... Can you <laughs> can you forward right. that to me so that we can post that to our website and our uh, Facebook page and whatnot? Absolutely, dear Siena College community. And he says, their academic freedom and free speech are not absolute rights. <laughs> That's yeah, unbelievable dear. to me. <laughs> Real. Absolutely, and. Actually, my friend Zach Butler had plastered e- the email all over campus to make the good for him that the faculty, you know, discriminates against conservatives. And I mean, for a conservative student like myself, this was not surprising to hear yeah. a professor say these things because well, none of well, this is going to change, by the way, unless people like you step up that's and right. fight it. Good so for good you. for you. Good for you. I'm so proud of you. Well, the amazing thing to me, uh, Nicole, is that I was telling Mike before the show, like I've got a daughter going off to college here next year and trying to get information from the college. When you ask them, they'll say, well, we have to send that to your student. We can only communicate with your student because there's HIPAA yeah. laws. They're, right? they're really HIPAA worried laws. about their rights. She's 17 years old. They're, right? they're, they're so worried about their rights, but yet they don't have the ability for free speech. That's right. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Right, so they're worried about HIPAA laws. So they yeah. they can't tell me what the funny. Of course, they won't tell you because they want to prey on yeah. seventeen and eighteen year olds that say, don't know anything about I, finance. I say, have to go to this. School. Oh, I got this financial aid package. I won. You don't realize I won. A, I won. <laughs> there's a loan amount attached, a repayment schedule to this. Right. So they, so they, they they hide under HIPAA. But wouldn't this be a violation of of HIPAA laws? I mean, have you have you spoken with an attorney for them to release your name like that to a to a a non school personnel person? Right. So we, we're on spring break right now, so there's only so much I could do being away from campus since I'm on Long Island. But once we get back to school, we're definitely going to hit them hard with what they plan on doing with this. And her- Do you have an attorney? I do not. Not right now. <laughs> well, call us. We should get some referrals going. Yeah, for sure. Um, has any of the local media picked any of this up? Yes, actually, the media outlets that covered it were the Washington Times, the Washington Examiner, Breitbart, Turning Point News, Life is at Campus Reform, and the Libertarian Republic. I'm pretty sure I'm not missing any, but we had Good a for you. couple. And now the financial guys. And now the financial guys. Most importantly. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> wow. Um, any, as, any websites, numbers, anything that you know, some of our listeners might be able to support you with? So we actually created a Facebook page called Siena College Community Concerns, 
And we have a petition link on that site where you can electronically sign our petition to have some sort of disciplinary action taken towards this professor who discriminated. Say that again, Nicole, real slow, though. So the Facebook page is Siena College Community Concerns. Siena College Community Concerns. Yeah. Now, obviously, you want some level of discipline, right? At least a, a reprimand or something. It's if, unreal that the college was... and the university would hide from you like this. Oh, right? yeah, of course they, they do. They think they'd go right, you know, right at it. No, you know, just let's ignore put everybody it. in the room. Let's figure this out. No, right? they want to ignore it until it goes away. Yeah. That's the whole idea. Yeah. If this, if the shoe was reversed, right? If the oh. shoe was on the other foot, yeah. oh, boy. and this was a conservative person, yeah. the liberal left would want to completely destroy oh, yeah. her life, yep. her family, her career, mm-hmm. any shred of credibility. I mean, look at they'd what be, they'd be. They'd be smashing your windows in in your car. Oh, they'd be asking for yeah. boycotts. Yep. They'd be calling, you know, yep. alumni of the university, threatening yep. them to not to. I mean, that's the the difference here. I think when you look at conservatives versus Republicans, to me, is that if you don't if you disagree with something a liberal does, it's, you know, you know, it's all just not slanderous, something right. like that. You're like whatever, you know, or you, or you hit back or whatever. But if the shoe's on the other foot and you're a conservative that offends a liberal, they literally come out to destroy you. You look at what's going on with Laura Ingram yeah. and David Hogg. Right. You know, well, you look what happened Laura, with Bill O'Reilly. What I mean, is she backing down from him? Foolish, for? foolish, I go right foolish, back foolish. At him and she, laugh. Well, that's I've laughed the whole way. That's like showing weakness, right? Yes, I mean, it's right, like a, a right. lion's about to attack that's you, right. and you show fear. It's gonna, it's gonna learn eat you alive, from right? Donald. <laughs> Don't back Don't down. Don't back down. That's right. Anyway, Nicole, uh, you obviously have learned from Donald very well because you are not backing down, and I give you a tremendous amount of credit. I wish I could attend this event. Uh, but we'll definitely be in touch to do whatever we can to uh, to help you going forward for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. It's funny you said that when I saw you guys last summer, when I was talking to you guys about the white privilege article I wrote, it's exactly what you said. I mean, you disagree with them. And I said that, you know, just because I'm categorized as white, they think that, you know, I have a head start. And that's absolutely not true. And that's reverse racism. And by me saying that and putting that in an op-ed, you know, they jumped down my throat. I was public enemy number one, which I still am a lot of the times on my, you know, leftist campus. But, you know, and obviously this professor is pretty mad at me. And she says that I write insulting, false, provocative op-eds. So. Mm. Well, I'm going to try to write to her good every old, day. We're going to start a we're going to try to start a letter writing campaign to uh, to Miss McGurlin. The here. good old tolerant, loving <laughs> liberal. You got to love them. They love you. They absolutely will accept and love everybody. Yep. As long as you think like that. As long as you think like that. Yeah. yeah, we'll make sure that we post her email address and all this information. We'll make sure we have a link to uh, the Siena College Community Concerns. Don't, don't back down, Nicole. Get it in turn. Go back. Go, go after her. Go, go, you keep fighting. And if we can help Bunch you at of all. garbage. Don't the worst part that. is you're actually paying for this crap. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much. All right, Nicole. Well, thank you for joining us, Nicole. I really appreciate We're it. We're going to post it on our Facebook page as well, or maybe it already yep. is there. Yep, for sure. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. All right, have a great weekend. Have a happy Easter. That's just an amazing story. I mean, just, <laughs> this is the kind of abuse, though, yeah. that if you're a, if you're a conservative, you're, if you have conservative beliefs and you're on a college campus, this is the kind of garbage that you have to put up with teachers sending out emails, calling you out in those emails right. to potential real? donors. I mean, this teacher should be fired. I'm, yes. not, look, I'm not advocating for someone to lose her. We're not like well, the left, right? The university should, you know, like, like any, like, first of all, in our business, something happens, stuff happens. We've owned multiple businesses, right? You you, you hit it head on, hit right? It head on. Yep. Put everybody in the room. What's Figure going it on? How's it working? You yep. don't agree, right? But as a professor, you're supposed to be open-minded, right? No. There's all kinds of different so thoughts philosophy and Philosophy was it or psychiatry? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, the best, right? Of course she is. <laughs> 
yes. Of course she is. Of course she right. is. Right. And then the university not even <laughs> bothering to get back to Nicole, right? Because like, the world needs more philosophers, yeah, really. I mean, that's right. you know, we that's need exactly, more of those. Yeah. What a joke. Yeah. Anyway. That'll help the GDP. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. We've got to take a very short break. We'll uh, come back with your calls and questions here if you want to comment on this or anything else we talked about. We are going to get in the last half an hour talking about this omnibus spending, disgusting, uh, bloated government bureaucracy spending package that. Uh, Paul Ryan just crammed down and, and basically threw it everybody's face. So thank you for Mr. Paul Ryan, who just five short years ago was putting forth in 2012 the Paul Ryan budget, which had all kinds of cuts and things. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was Rand When they Paul. couldn't do anything. When Can't they, do a thing, When right? they couldn't do anything, they were they were, they were cut, cutting cut, left cut, and right. Cut, cut, cut. Rand Paul we, nailed it. When the conservatives are in the minority, there's conservatives. When, yeah. the, when the conservatives well, when have the running. majority. No, when they're running for office. Or they're running for when office. Running, yeah. When they want your money. They're, but when they have power, yeah. there is no conservative. In Washington, clearly not, clearly not, no. and this just proves it, right? By the way, Congress gave themselves a raise, just yep. so everybody knows. Yeah, Congress they, they, gave themselves, deservably so, I guess. Now, sure, right? absolutely, yeah. sure, of course. The economy's good, right? Why not? <laughs> right. That's Unbelievable. Right. All right, we got to take a very short break. We'll come back with your calls and questions. Eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine three. You've got the financial guys here on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. All righty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, Nicole, we, we know through another associate, she works for uh, one of our fantastic associates on Long Island, Denise Nostrom, who has been a colleague of ours for many, many, many years. We've known Denise for probably well over a decade. And uh, Nicole, on, in the summers, works uh, for Denise while she's not going to college. So her parents should be very proud of raising such a... Uh, Somebody with some such strong convictions, I think that's that's the most important. Whether you whether you agree with her or disagree with her, I think you know having the self confidence to be able to stand up to that kind of stuff, I think just just shows a, a yeah, lot fight, of uh, fight a lot for of what you believe at that age, which is not Amazing. easy to do at any age. At yeah, any age, really especially is Especially at that young age. By the way, if you know anybody in Long Island that needs a a financial planner, Denise is awesome. Yeah, she is. The best. <laughs> so if you got friends and family, uh, she does. Think like us, by the way. So if your yep. friends out there think like us. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, she'd be a great fit for you. Uh, uh, and by the way, if you need us throughout the week, 633-1515, whether it's health care, you know, April Hartloff. If you're a small, medium, large business, you need help with your health insurance, use April as a resource. Uh, Social Security planning, retirement planning, divorce planning. We have a certified divorce financial analyst. Look, if you have a will or a health care proxy, that type of stuff, we, uh, you want to just do some simple estate planning or advanced estate planning, elder law care, Tom Canavo, use him as a resource. So really, it's funny because I think Mike Capelick said this best. A lot of times now, people come in and they meet with two, three people in one shot. You know, hey, I need help with Social Security. I need help with Medicare. I'm turning 65. Uh, I need help with health insurance. I need help with, I, I need to update my will, my health care proxy. And the teams can work together. And I'll tell you, I don't know of any other firm in Western New York that has the departments that we have. So use our team as a resource, 633-1515. All right, let's go to the phones and uh, let's see if we can't sneak one more in here before the break here. 803-0930 on Star 930 if you want to join us. Let's go to John in Rochester. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, Mike and Glenn, I'm doing great. You know, I got about a minute here, so if I have to hold you over, I'll put you back on hold. My apologies. Oh, okay. Yeah. But go ahead. Oh, that was that was a great segment. Well, uh, you know, it reminds me in 1972, I was a uh, I was a liberal, and I'll tell you, the, the 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 people that call themselves liberal today, a lot of them aren't liberals; they're leftists. No, but I was a liberal. Well, they're just flat out commies now. I mean, <laughs> right, they're leftists. Right. That's right. I mean, you have literally you have the think, one of the the, the school uh, kids is wearing a communist patch. Yeah, 
Think about the Democrat Party years ago. I mean, they were more conservative than our Republicans today. You had a president that said, ask what you can do for your country. Right. Not what your country can do Democrat, for you. That was a way. Democrat. Now yeah. you have Democrat presidents. You deserve more from your country. Yeah. You're not getting You're enough. Probably, You're getting ripped probably off. Probably asking what's in it for you, huh? I mean, it's just amazing. Probably asking what the government can do for you. What a difference. But I remember, I remember my, my future father-in-law in 1972, he was a big staunch Nixon supporter, and I was campaigning for George McGovern. And, and uh, he put a Nixon bumper sticker on my car, and I was the time. It took me a week to find it. I, I couldn't believe all the abuse I was getting. People were cutting me off. They were giving me the finger. And oh, yeah. I couldn't figure out what was happening. But- John, hold that thought. i got to put you on hold. I knew I was going to run out of time. That's why I apologize in advance. But we're going to take a very you short sure break sure there weren't other family members, John? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John, hold that thought. We'll come back to you on the other side of the break. I'm going to put you back on hold. I take a very short break. You've got the financial guys. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All righty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And again, folks, if you need us throughout the week, we do manage money for a living. If you think like us, for those of you that don't think like us, let me just say this right up front. We are not looking to have every dollar in Western York invested with our firm. Right. Okay? We, we don't want that. We don't want that. Far in fact, from that. we are looking for people that think like us because we want to go to work every day and have fun and have a good time yeah. and helping and, people that we and like. And be happy. And be happy, right? right? Life is too short. And that's why – here's the thing that just really blows my mind. If, if you if, – as a, as a conservative individual, I don't like the view, okay? I don't like to tune into Joy Behar, right? I think she's a, a – a bloated moron, to be honest with Nor you. Nor do we. <laughs> and, and so, right, so, and right. so here's what I do. Right. If I happen to be flipping channels, and not that I often flip channels throughout the week, but I don't watch a lot of TV, but if I did, and I was watching, and, and I flipped to The View, I would change the channel. I might watch it for a little bit, just yeah. like I would, yeah, you know. wreck or something. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. just maybe. For, you don't want to look, but you're you know, gonna... And then I would probably, probably get aggravated, and yeah. I would turn the channel, right? If you're a liberal, though, and you don't like something that a conservative says, whether it's on TV or radio or whatever it is, here's what you do. You call the station. You threaten the advertisers. You threaten <laughs> the boycott. Right. You, you send emails to the program, to, to, produce, <laughs> to the host. You threaten the host. And you we know, have been, You call them nasty names. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. But it's like, honestly, no, no, God, no, no, no. Turn, how but, do you have time in your well, life? Let me add one Seriously. thing. Let me add one thing. Here's our favorite, by the way, out of all that. Right? Oh, yeah. They'll call and threaten us. They were just like about to. No, no. But, they're just, <laughs> but, but my favorite is, my favorite is when you liberals attack us, is when you tell us how to run our own business. Oh yes. Where what like this is this is what this is the well, I'll just let you guys know that you're not very smart. Oh really? Tell me why. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not home yet, and my wife is <laughs> my wife hasn't called me a little bit. So, so tell me why I'm not that bright. Well, if you guys didn't talk politics, your business would be a lot bigger. And because you're you're cutting out yeah. half of everybody right. in this town, so I'm just telling you that if you knew anything about anything, your business would be a, really because yeah. just so you know, our our broker dealers one of the fastest yeah. broker dealers in the country. And how long have you run a financial firm? Yeah, and 
just out of curiosity. And exactly what business do uh. you run? So it, it's amazing. It, like, look, See, if I, you're a liberal and you're going to call and tell us how to run our own business, here's how you get us. Let me tell you how you get us, okay? You open up your own company. Yeah, make it bigger you than work, ours. You work 60 <laughs> hours a week, right? You do all this stuff for years and years and years. You make it bigger than ours, and then you give the money away like you like to do. Right. That's, That's it. That's right. That's and you right. can slap it right in our face. You can call us and say, look it. I work 60 hours a week. I mortgaged my house. I did all this stuff. I finally made it, and I'm giving it all back. That's right. And we'll say, oh, you win. You yeah, win. I, I thought you were going to say, because I, I like the one that oh, says, oh, oh, yeah. oh, I was just, just about, about to ready, invest yeah. my million dollars with you. <laughs> yeah, it's always a million. But now I guess I'll have to find a different firm. <laughs> it's, it's oh, it's no. A, don't. Not that. No. Oh, no. We can't pay our bills this week. <laughs> we'll, change oh, our, man. we'll change our political <laughs> philosophy. Stop. Just for you. Yeah, don't stop. Leave. Don't oh, leave. my gosh. After 20 years of doing the show like this, <laughs> we, Mike, next week, we better come back and be apolitical and stop talking about that uh, right away. They, all, they always <laughs> They always are, by the way. It's always over a million dollars. Yeah. It's never, it's yeah. never chump change. No. Hey, no. just so you know, I was just it's okay. I was it's just okay. about ready to make the call to set up the appointment to invest over a million dollars with you guys, but I'm not doing it now. <laughs> oh no. It's okay. It really. Oh is. shucks. Listen, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. If 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 you don't like our political views and you and you still need help, I will refer you. To a, a liberal financial advisor. I don't know one. I don't know one yet. I don't know one yet. But when I, I find them, <laughs> you'll be the first. I, I well, I do know this. I do know there are. Um, I do know several financial advisors that are apolitical. That yeah. they, they don't. They they follow the the standard rule that most households have, right. where you don't talk politics or religion. Right. And if you want that advisor, they're very talented. They're great folks. I'd yep. be happy to refer you over to them. That's right. They don't they, work at our firm. No, they live in New York City, but that's uh, okay. That's <laughs> they right. live in Manhattan, but 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 yeah, you here's, like them. here's here's the problem with that, right? The problem is is that our business is very politically driven, and it may not be politically driven on a day to day basis. What I mean by that is the stuff that happens in Washington may not change where the markets are going today, but it certainly could change things five, ten, fifteen years from now, right? And you got to. But sometimes it does change it today. And sometimes it does change it. If you were a, if you were hoping for Hillary Clinton as a president, yeah, what did you do the day after Trump got elected? Did you go to cash? Right. Because a lot of people did, right? A lot right. of people said because I remember so like John Podesta and there was several. Yeah. Uh, you know, liberal politicians that came out and said, "Well, that's it. We're going to hell." And who was it? Who, who's the uh, Krugman? Uh, is, it, is it Ellen Krugman that they always okay. refer to? Yeah. Well, this uh, this is the beginning of the end for the market. We've seen the top. Yeah. We're never going to get there again. Just We're going to start. To, this is just right? Dow just futures beginning. down a thousand points right, right? now. We're right, it's going to be hell in a handbasket. So instead, the market opened down, closed up. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, Maria Bartiromo, by the way, was uh, unbelievable that night. She was. Uh, I, I don't follow Maria. But she said, she goes, what I'm really confused about is when I listen to Trump, he's talking about all these things that will actually make business better. And if business is better, right. that means earnings will be better. Right. And the earnings stock market should be better. So I'm really confused as to why we wouldn't buy into this. And right. I'm like, duh. Duh. Exactly. <laughs> good for you, Maria. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. You get it. All right. But if you do think like us, folks, use us as a resource. Call us at the office, 633-1515. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys, or use our website as a resource at thefinancialguys.com. And, and I'm sort of torn, by the way. Last thing on this, but I'm sort of torn. I don't want to discourage you liberals from calling the office and yelling at us because we sort of do like it. It's Especially funny. if you send it in writing. Because yeah. really, that's, <laughs> that's a, when you send us an email, yeah. 
Yeah. That's our favorite part. <laughs> I think we should, in the new office, I think we should just have a, a wall of fame where we put these things up on the wall. Somehow just... we've got to you know, maybe send a disclaimer back that says, this, this, you know, we're going to use this for, I guess we can, right? They send us an email. I, I think if they post something or send us some writing, we should have the ability yeah, to and I'm, You it. know, it's like, do we have the time to take the call that says you were just about ready to invest with us? But I like it in a sick way. It's really funny. <laughs> It's really funny. Like that's that's what you're doing right now. And the best part it's about it like is the same. The best people. part about it is they listen on a Saturday and every Saturday, it, but they'll hold it over to Monday. They'll yeah, call it yeah. a Tuesday just or a ruin Wednesday. Their own, just wreck their whole weekend. <laughs> like, <laughs> just wreck their whole weekend. Like, like you were driving around somewhere in your car with my number and my name, just waiting to attack me the whole yeah. weekend. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Let's go back to the phones. We'll welcome John and Rochester back. Sorry, John, we got off a little bit of a tangent there. I know you think like us, so how are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Reagan turned me around. I, I told you guys before, I voted for Carter twice. Even the, when he uh, ran against Reagan the first time, I voted for Carter. But I saw what Reagan did within a couple of years. I'm going, that's the guy I want. That's the, yeah. that's the well, guy. it's easy, too, you know, when you're a young kid and you want to try to get involved but not really understanding. Uh, the biggest thing is not paying taxes, right? To me... You know, owning my own company and watching me myself write a check, check on a quarterly basis as an estimate, and then starting to ask myself, "Where's this money going to?" That was a big deal. Well, I had a minor, I had a minor in economics at UB, and a lot of the professors were leftists, and uh, they taught Keynesian economics and Gal, John Kenneth Galbraith and whatever. Oh, yeah. they spent a lot of time on Friedman, and. Uh, that was a problem, and it brainwashed people. And then I saw what Reagan did. I went back to my economic textbooks, and I just said, wow, Friedman had something going here, man. And <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, it's been, I've been in a positive spin ever since. Well, you know, I think Rodney Dangerfield said it best when he was back to school, right? And the professor was uh, talking about how to you know run a business. And he said, oh, you missed all kinds of things, which is really true, right? Running a business from a textbook is you know 365 degrees different than running it from a real-life scenario, right? Nobody can teach you what it's like to take a risk and mortgage your house. Nobody can teach you, hey, there's money coming in, but do we have enough money to pay all these employees and the bills? And oh, by the way, we forgot to tell you, I know you hired little Billy for $20,000 a year, but it's actually going to cost thirty by the time the government's done with all their extra fees, right? So nobody can teach you any of that stuff. you got to teach it on your own. And of course, most of the professors, not all, because I've got a lot of friends, not a lot of friends, I've got some friends that are professors, and I could tell you, um, and we've done a lot of work with how you give a plug to Hilbert College. Uh, some of those professors there have been very aggressive in a good way in reaching out to the business community and matching up kids with real-life practical situations, and I, and I love that. But most of these professors, certainly the one that we ran in with Nicole, have never opened up a business in their life. They have no, no clue what it's like to take that type of risk and really well, certainly not the philosophy professors. Yeah. Sadly, a lot of the business professors have not either. Yeah. Some some have, and, and the colleges yeah. that employ you know former professors, Madai is one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, or not former professors, uh, former business people. Right. Uh, it makes a big difference, right? right? I mean, right. I'd want my, I, I do yeah. want my kids going to a school where they have some yeah. real life well, we, teachers. And we had we had Patrick Herity on a few weeks ago from Hilbert, and he's yeah. a business owner, right? He's and a, we've had the owner. president. Uh, I want to call him. I always spell his, uh, pronounce his name wrong. Uh, Maker is it? I think. President oh, Maker oh, uh, from. Um, 
uh, he'll, uh, from uh, Madai. Yeah, yeah, and even Niagara. Madai. We've had uh, the economic yep. professor on from Niagara. Real That's good right. guy. Yeah, great guy yeah. too. Actually, so, you went in and, and helped. Teach I did. A I, class. I did a. Uh, I did a. Uh, I got the a chance yep. to guest uh, teach one day, which professor was absolutely terrific. For a day. So, yeah, it was wonderful. So Glenn showed up with like the pipe and the. I did the, the, the smoking jacket with the, with the elbow <laughs> patches, right? The, the sweet jacket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, John. We're supposed to let you talk. Okay, you know, so Nicole, next time you talk to Nicole, just tell her my story in that uh, a lot of these people will change their the way they think after they see the real world, really. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Well, not this philosophy professor. She's never seen the real world. Yeah. She's hiding out in Siena College for the rest of her life. Yep. Or never seen the light, no doubt about it. No, she's got a nice cushy job where she teaches probably, what, four yep. hours a week. And it seems I'm like sure the college is going to protect her, right? Of course. I mean, by not yeah, responding to Nicole, that would, to me would have been something that yep. should have received an email back or a, a call within minutes, if not hours, right? Nope, yep. they'll ignore it. They'll ignore it in the hopes that it goes away. And yep. I'm glad she's getting national news, though. I think that's fantastic. The fact that she's yeah. uh, picked up with Breitbart and uh, Washington Examiner and several other news outlets is fantastic. So. Hey, John, before we leave you with this, a nightclub shooter, by the way, on Orlando said he intended to hit Disney. Did you see that? But it's a hard target, so he decided I, to stay away. Unbelievable. And the, I'll tell you, the, the, we are being subverted by the, the previous non-vetting uh, uh, you know, of some of these uh, – illegals and legals it's unbelievable yeah but the fact of the matter is if we can't figure out that they're hitting soft targets that are gun-free zones then we're just i i get i hate i don't want to say that i'm not gonna say it It, it's just we need to figure this out yeah i mean this is not not rocket rocket science science, right this is so easy it's just stupid right right? you got a guy who just said his wife just testified by the way she clearly helped and, and aided and abetted him and the prosecution blew it again, and she got completely off yesterday, yeah. uh, which is shocking, right? They could have easily gone for a lower charge, and these clown prosecutors go for life in prison on a on a long shot charge, which was stupid. They you could should have easily locked her up for ten to fifteen. More more hard targets, and the hardest <clears throat> target should be our kids, right? The hardest target right. should be our kids. But she, I mean, it just came right. out in testimony. He didn't yeah. attack this the, yeah. the, the the downtown Disney yeah, he knew he because he knew that there's, he would face resistance. There's armed, armed security everywhere there. You right? don't know them. You don't see them. They're everywhere there. He knew that. They he knew, knew that. that. And that's yep. what he attacked. So what yeah. does he attack? He attacks the, the yep. you know the easy spot to attack, yep. like, like they all do, right? Yep. It's just the way that it is. So anyway, hey John, thanks, buddy. Thanks for your call. John, I appreciate it. All right. Uh, why don't we, can we blow off this last break? Is sure. that right? All right. 803 and star 930. Let's stick with the phones, try to get them all in. We'll go to Kevin in Pendleton. You've been patiently waiting. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Hey, gentlemen. Blessed Easter to you guys. Yeah, you, you as well. Hey, yeah, three, three quick things. Um, one, uh, the young lady, Nicole. Um, uh, just one thing I want to point out to you, ma'am. Um, there's no such thing as reverse racism, whether it's black on white, white on black, Brown on black, whatever. Yeah, racism is racism, right? Racism is racism. So yeah, I'm really getting sick and tired of that garbage. We've had a black president. That you know, go to work, get a job, right? Be well, somebody in life. I mean, you yeah. look at the whole Freddie Gray thing. Right. You had three of the six officers were black. Yeah. The police commissioner was black. <laughs> right, right. The mayor was black. The right. prosecutor was black. Right. And do, somehow yeah. it was a white. Do, do an a, do, my, uh, my father used to say, do, an, do a DNA test. I bet your family is very different than you think. So, yes. And most 90% of people in this are there racist people? Of course there are, right? 90% of people don't care. Be good to people. Right. Be good to society. You know, Go to work. Get a job. Be productive. Just, just be be somebody. Being. Be a human be being. Be a good human being. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and one one more thing too that um, if you guys saw the, the well, I know you don't really read the paper, so I wouldn't name it, but they had uh, from over here in Nigeria County, 
former King George who got a slap on the wrist. You you know, I the reason why they didn't put that to trial, it is because they know George would have sang like a bird. And we hear where the re-corruption is in Albany. So it wasn't just three men in a room, but three men and a rat in the room. And the rat was George. <laughs> yep. Yeah, those are pretty heavy charges that uh, that he, that he uh, I think he pled down, right? So yeah. pretty yeah. serious stuff there. I did see a bit of that. I think it was not it wasn't the Buffalo News. I think we picked it up on WGR, WIBB or something. Right, right. <laughs> and one more thing too. Um, with that budget, man. Uh, which which one? The state? The state budget, by the way, was a good one here. That uh, the Republicans passed. Well, no, the, the the federal budget. What a yeah, joke! The omnibus yeah. spending. The package. state budget's a joke Disgusting. too, by the way. Which we'll have to have a well, that we show expect. on. But <coughs> yeah, we expect. Yeah, well, that yeah. we expect. <laughs> well, I, mean, you, well, I mean, look. Here's the thing: you got a Paul Ryan who ran on being a fiscal conservative, who yeah. put who put forth a very conservative everyone. budget in 2012, and now. They can't. I mean, Same here's thing. A, How many times did they repeal Obamacare yeah, when like they 18, couldn't do it? They couldn't do it. <laughs> when they couldn't do it. And the same thing is, the and I don't want to hear, it. by the way, I don't want to hear anymore that it's going to, we're just going to wait for it to implode on its own. Yeah. Really? Because guess what? The taxes that go along with it, that yeah. extra revenue that you're now collecting, yeah. is not going away. It's not imploding on its own. These, so I'll tell you what, if they do, if they lose the midterm elections, oh, they deserve it. Oh, they deserve absolutely. it because yeah. I got to tell you, there's a lot of people just sick and tired. Uh, they're not going to vote for Democrats. They're just not going to vote. Well, the funny thing is, the Democrats think that they're winning. I mean, Democrats are yeah. like, well, we're going to probably take the midterm elections because we we're running on a platform of increasing your taxes and more regulations. <laughs> like, okay, not anymore. Biden thinks this geniuses. is a good idea. <laughs> Even Biden, well, he's not. Running. Biden's changing his. Biden's running for office next year. He's like, ooh, tax man, cuts. that wow. would have been a great idea. Wait a minute. Get People it. their own money back. We should have done that. Wow. Wow. We should have done that. We really wanted to. Unreal. We really wanted to. All right. Kevin, Sorry, thanks Kevin. for the call. We appreciate it, buddy. Nice. Take care. Bye. All right. Have a great weekend. Happy We Easter. really wanted to. We that's, should have. That's a splendid idea. That would have been a tangible <laughs> legacy. That would have been tangible proof. God, to give people back their own money. That's a... So if that's not an accomplishment, then what would... Does he consider anything to be an accomplishment? Because, I mean, if, you're, if your intent was to destroy... America, that yeah. you did a pretty decent well, job. You know, the other th- funny thing I've been mentioned earlier, going back to California for a second, all these liberal paradises, right? They also have the highest income discrepancy, right? Yeah. So for all these liberals that say, we got to narrow the gap, we have the people that make billions of dollars and people that are at poverty level, where is the discrepancy between the rich and the poor the greatest? Always gets worse. And where by the is way, it the under, greatest? Under Obama, same thing, right? If you look yeah. at the country, got worse. the gap between the rich and the poor got worse. Not but when better. you look Which, at by the, the way, biggest gaps, when we you call. look at the biggest gaps, it's New York, yes. it's California, yes. right? It's the liberal yep. paradises and, and that claim gonna... that their policies are going to narrow yeah. the gap when indeed we have places that are we can actually look at to say they've implemented their policies. And what are the results? Well, the results are the opposite of what they said they would be. That's right. And yet we, nobody picks up on this, it seems. At yep. least not, not anybody in the media, that's for sure. All right, we'll go back to the phones. If you want to join us again, 803-0930-STAR-930. Let's go to Bill in Rochester. Bill, you're live with the Financial Guys on WBEN. How are you? Hello, guys. Happy Easter. You too. Weekend. Uh, I want to tell you, I appreciate Bill? No. What happened to Bill? Frank, did we lose Bill? <coughs> Bill, please we'll put him back on hold, and we'll try and see if he's back. If okay. he's there, I'm sorry, Bill. We're going to put you on hold here, and uh, we'll see if we can't figure out the phone line. By the way, I think we... you're about to say this is the best show you've ever heard in your life. I, <laughs> I think you're just the... about to say it was a wonderful, fantastic, winning, this was biggest show, <laughs> biggest. You'll love it. You'll, You'll love, love it. it. 
Uh, by the way, we do have two uh, financial planners out in the Rochester area. So if you need help out that way and you don't want to drive all the way in, uh, call our, our uh, Buffalo office, 716-633-1515. And uh, we got two incredible folks out there. And I would be happy, you know, one, some of our folks here from our team would be happy to go out and meet and work as a team out that way. So uh, use our team as a resource. Again, 716-633-1515. And I think we lost Bill. So, Bill, I really apologize. It was not on our end. If you, your phone dropped for some reason. I know you've been holding patiently. So if you want, call back in Put and we'll go, we'll right, go to right back to you. Uh, in the meantime, we will go to Dolores in Hamburg. Hi, Dolores. How are you? Good, guys. Uh, quick philosophy. There's two types of philosophy. Tell Nicole never to study with that philosopher. Philosophy is knowledge of all things through their ultimate causes, which is God, by the way. And I'll give you two examples. There was uh, one uh, David Humes, who was an English philosopher. That's bad philosophy. He said that if you if you take a white billiard ball and you hit it with a cue stick and it hits a second billiard ball, the cause of the second billiard ball is not the first one hitting it. So that's stupid philosophy. Okay. Then we have another man that was a capitalist, and he, uh, they didn't have anything. He was studying the heavens, and everybody made fun of him that he was just sitting and being a philosopher, and he had studied in the time that he was. So what he did was he said there's going to be a great harvest. So he went to everybody who was making olive presses, and he put a percentage of money down. He hedged, him, hedged himself on holding all the olive presses. And guess when the harvest came in, who they had to get the presses from, and who made the profit. That's good philosophy. Yeah, I agree. Great well, clearly the first one is not good philosophy, right? I mean, to that's say right. that the, you know, but that's the denial of cause and effect that most liberals seem to not understand, right? Yeah. If the if the white cue ball strikes another another ball, billiard ball, it's not the cause. You know, so there's definitely a disconnect when you talk to liberals about you know gun control and gun crime, cause and effect, raising taxes, less business, right? Well, and, Ra- raising and, regulations, less economic prosperity, less wealth created, well, and, right? And, and, and don't miss for a second that they pick the things that are politically correct for the politically important to them. Right. So for instance, we have DWI crashes every single day Mm -hmm. and people lose their lives every single day in a DWI crash, but yet never once does the liberal media pick out the automobile. Why? It's because if you told everybody in the country, we're going to dismantle and get rid of your automobiles, they'd never win. Right. Well, shouldn't we go back to prohibition? Guns are an easy target, right? Mm-hmm. They're an easy target. Somebody, there was a big story about the other day about somebody got uh, killed with a fork. Well, you know, you don't yeah. see anybody outraged about forks, right? So, but but the, really, when you look at the car, the automobile, the guns are there. It's a political easy target for them, and specifically, these young kids are very easy to manipulate. 17, 18 year olds. It's blame the gun, blame the gun. We've got all kinds of votes. Bring it on. Yep. Don't 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 miss for a second the intent of the Democrat Party, which is to win elections. And by the way, they're really good at it. Really good yep, at it. They are. Yeah. They do whatever really it good at. It. I mean, you look at the results of their party and and you know the results well, considering of the, that they completely the results, lie to people. And the results of the communities they run, and you'd think to yourself, there's no possible way they could win, right? Look at pick the schools in these communities. There's no possible way. Uh, it's been run by Democrats for 20 years, and that school district has gone from 60 to 50 to 40 to 25% graduation rate. There's no possible way they could win again, but they do, right? Only in government, though. Uh, but, if, but if you did but, it in the private sector, it'd be a whole other story. Yeah, but they're good at winning elections. They show up Monday. 
Monday through Friday. Yeah. That's their job, right? Yeah. They're not going out and building businesses. Right. It's a, sometimes it's a joke. They're right? protesting. All the Republicans aren't going to vote until five o'clock. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's because right. they're at work, right? Uh, the Democrats took the day off. In fact, what they did was they were they were strategically smart enough to say, "Oh, these are the people that are going to vote for us. Let's give them the day off." Right. Let's give them the day off. Yeah. You can't possibly off. vote yep. before work or after. We got to do it during the day. That's right. You make sure you put your whole day around this, helping us get this this plan out. Absolutely. They, you know, we've said it, said it time and time again. Let's show up Monday through Friday, figure out ways to get money out of your pocket. That's what they do. That's their business, and they, and they win. They're good yep. at it. No doubt. The guns are easy targets. Guns are not going to do a thing, by the way. And that's a really sad point. You've got all this energy, million people marching on, on Washington. It's all garbage. You want to end it? Focus on mental health. Focus on bullying. And focus on making more hard targets, not soft targets. Right? Thank you, gentlemen. See ya. Thanks, Thanks Dolores. Dolores. Have a good weekend. Dolores, is it? I almost Dolores, Dolores. Dolores. You know, the, the amazing thing is, like, you look at a place like Chicago, right? Yeah. Or, or look at a place like uh, like Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's year after year we lose population. We don't grow at all. There's no economic prosperity. We have a little bit now because we got a guy named Terry Pagula that, oh, by the way, just wanted to make his money on fracking. Well, Thank you for but, that. But, you know, but, let's, let's talk about that for a second. But even despite that. But look at Western New York, by the way, right? Because mm-hmm. we're talking about, yes, there are, by the way, and anywhere in the country, you're going to have, even in the worst states, you're going to have pockets of success, right? Mm-hmm. So you can look at New York State and say, okay, well, is it, and here's, this is what blows my mind. And this is where I get so aggravated. We look at the city of Buffalo as a pocket of success in New York state, and we're still growing at half the rate of the country. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's barely That's, a success. So, I mean, so, you could call it but, a break even. But who's going to be, but who's going to get hurt by that? Well, I'll tell you who's going to get hurt by that. Syracuse, Rochester, Utica, New York, right? You're going to have a group of people that may have moved to New York City, but instead they want a little bit of a city life, so they'll move to the city of Buffalo. But they're, you know, you're, you're, it's just, it's a shell game. That's all it is. And but, by the way, the proper, mark my words, the property values in the city of Buffalo are going to have a tougher time struggling in the future as all these young kids who are buying these properties realize their son or daughter's got to go to Burgard. Wait right. and see how that's going to help the oh, suburbs yeah, yeah. in a few years. Well, what I was going to say is uh, when you look at like a Chicago, let's say, or Detroit or any of these liberal places, if this were a private company, right? If you had that kind of success or lack thereof, well, they'd be bankrupt unless you're they'd Tesla. They'd be bankrupt, unless right? Unless you're Tesla, which is probably going bankrupt, right? But seriously, you wouldn't have more than a if you had a a CEO of let's say General Electric or something like that that year in and year out made bad decisions that 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 caused you know uh, the company to lose sales uh, for people to not do business with them. How long does it take? for capitalism to fix that, right? Yeah, about two years, yeah. right? It takes about two years. You got one bad year, okay. Two bad years, you're yeah. fired, right? Uh, it's just it. Inexcusable. A, a, right. a third bad year, and the shareholders start fleeing left and right, That's and right. now you've got bigger problems than just your CEO, That's right? right? So right. boards of directors know this. In fact, even liberal members of boards of directors know this. That's the oh. funny part. Well, when it's their own money. When their own money. shareholders. It's, it's a shareholder. Totally different different story. Story. But when it comes to them being in charge of places like Baltimore or Detroit or Chicago or Buffalo, New York, right? Yeah. Year Year in and year out, they put forth their – look at polling cars. Polling cars on Twitter basically said, oh, well, I, I can show you that my progressive liberal policies are better than your conservative policies. Here's one example. He gave me a debunk study from uh, you know Kansas or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> look, 
It's not you don't have to be an economist or a financial expert or or a rocket scientist to very simply look at places and say, this is an area run by liberals and Democrats for 50 years. Here's the policies they put in place. Higher taxes, higher regulation, a lot more corruption. What are the results of that? Uh, Deficits bankruptcies, right? Running out of money, right? Huge shortfalls in their budgets, right? Not being able to pay your bills. Bankruptcy like Detroit, right? You look at California, Orange County, bankrupt, right? You, so you look yeah. at places that say, okay, on a federal level, we want to, as for, for liberals, we want to narrow the pay gap between the wealthy and the lower, uh, you know, and, and the people on poverty. But yet when you look at places like California, they have, which have, which has a, it's liberal utopia. They have an unchallengeable majority in the legislature, and they have a a, a liberal a moonbat governor, right? Yeah. So they can pass any liberal crap that they want to pass. What are the results of the liberal crap? Well, higher crime rates, highest poverty rate in the country, massive, massive, massive deficits. Oh, and by the way, the biggest gap between the wealthy and the poor anywhere in the country, right? You got people like, uh, you know, uber wealthy in Silicon yeah. Valley well, the wealthiest, and, and the 10 cities living on got, the streets of you've LA. You've got Beverly Hills, the wealthiest place or right. zip code in the country. Right next to it. Right next to 10 yeah. City. But let it's me crazy. one more comment, by yeah. the way. Because you mentioned something about, you know, a, a private sector and a lot of turnover. Look at the Trump administration. One positive I'll tell you is yeah. people are saying, look at all this turnover. It's terrible. Uh-uh. 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 I'll tell you what. Either we've get been the job or get out. Of, that's right. <laughs> and tell you what. The good companies, they fire people faster than you know what, the, what that's right. what, what's going on. Still so, waiting for Betsy DeVos to be fired. Yeah. She's got to be the well, most useless. He's, got, he's certainly got a lot more to go. But I don't got. think he's it's got. a negative for any administration to be firing people. No. It should be a positive. Absolutely. And, and, it, and it is in the private sector. You see somebody come in. Yep. It's going to turn a ship around. They turn it around by firing the bad and starting That's right. over. And, starting and guess over. what? If they made a mistake and picked the wrong person, they fire them again, again. again. Do it again. That's you right. Got it. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. All right, folks. That's going to do it All for right. you. God bless, by the way. Easter yep. Sunday. Happy God bless. Easter. God bless everybody. If you need us throughout the week, folks, again, we do manage money for a living. 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. You can uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys. Or, again, feel free to uh, use our website as a resource. You can send questions through there as well at thefinancialguys.com. On behalf of Mike Lomas, I'm Glenn Wiggle with The Financial Guys. We'll see you next week right here on News Radio 930 WBEN.